Hello and welcome everybody to Self-Evident Podcast. You got Massey and you got Mike. Uh, and we're back because there's a lot to discuss. Obviously, there's a lot of problems happening in America. And before, if you guys are reading the title right now, it's actually forced vaccinations, forced vaccines, the Trojan horse under the guise of safety. And we're looking at this going, say, look, man, is this constitutional or not? And you've heard uh, lawyers like Alan Dershowitz and all these other guys uh, come on and say, yes, it is. It is uh, vac- it is constitutional to get uh, to, to for the states to mandate vaccinations which is absolutely false, and it's not constitutional. And so we'll get into that in a minute. But um, I'm, 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 on this, I'm on this trip right now of I'm going to spend a little bit of time right now to talk about first before we get into the vaccinations of basically the state of our nation and, and why it's important to, to, um, to have the right heart in what we're walking into. There's a lot right now that is going on in this nation. There's a lot going on in the nation. Everybody knows that. Um, one of the things I want to talk about is, listen, I see a lot of our Christian brothers and sisters continuously call out churches that are being inactive, consistently say, come on, guys, get up out of the dead, raise up, don't, you know, don't sit back, don't shrink back. I'm going to spend a little bit of time on this right now because I'm going to, I'm going to give you guys hope through this right now. Everybody's looking for a silver bullet. And what I mean by that is everybody's looking for the numbers to amass and do what, do what they're doing and, and, and get everybody behind them to, to, to fight this war. And guys, if you haven't gone on, uh, go to theselfevidenttruth.com uh, and, and share this video. Tell me where you're from. Uh, put it in the comments and we can get on this. Uh, please share the video with your friends. It's the best way to get the message out there. Uh, and I'm going to continue. A lot of people are calling out the churches and they're saying, man, look, if the church would just wake up, we got the largest voter base, blah, blah, blah. And if we don't do this, this is going to happen. And oh my gosh, what's going on? And why are we seeing more of the church stand up? Don't they understand that their rights are being violated? Look, the only way people are going to wake up is if you do what you're called to do. And hear me out on this. The only way the church will wake up, seriously, is when they see other people doing it. When they start to see that you mean what you say. When they start to see that you believe in your God, when they start to see the miracles of God, allow me to explain. You had a nation of Israel cry out to God for 400 years, 400 years. And there's some hope in this. Okay. 400 years of crying out to God. They saw nothing happen. They saw the oppression in the land. They were still getting their three meals, kind of like what we're seeing today. We're still getting our three meals. We're still going to work. We're still getting paid. We're still getting all these things, but we're being oppressed continuously by a government. Right. And then you see God call on a Moses and this Moses guy uh, is in the field and all he's doing is being obedient he sees uh and hears god from a burning bush uh takes off his sandals his holy ground you know the whole story if you don't know the story please look it up in exodus uh it's a wonderful story when you look up how god used moses he basically sent moses to a nation who knew god knew pharaoh's heart was going to be hardened and for those of you losing heart and saying that it's getting worse out there no it's because god's showing up that it's getting worse and allow me to explain that Everything was going just fine in the eyes of man. Every, they were, again, they were, they were eating. They were doing their thing. Moses shows up and says, let my people go. What did Pharaoh do to the people? He oppressed them even more. He got harder on them, took out the straw. And he's like, you know, they're going to make bricks without straw. And he made things harder on the children of Israel. Do you guys see that happening today? Comment below if you guys see that today. If you see that today, you're seeing that the government is oppressing the people even more. Do you know why? Because the light is now showing up. Okay, now I'm going to say this to you. Show me in scripture where God ever used a majority to win his battles. 
He never did. Do you know why? Because it was one man, one woman, or a group of people. David and his 300. Gideon and his 300, right? It was a, it was a simple, small number. Samson, who goes up against the Philistines. A little David that goes up against Goliath. You have uh, uh, the children of Israel. When, when they were given their plots of land, they would go out and take the land. They were supposed to go possess it. It was never a majority that won God's battles. When you saw Paul confront literal nations, kings, it was never a majority of people going up against the king. The prophets went and confronted the kings. It was never a majority that confronted. What you're doing is only adding to more division. And allow me to explain that. You're calling out a church that will not rise up. They're not illuminated by the spirit of God the way that you are. And you know what? Some of them are not called to this area the way that you are. I'm not throwing condemnation or shade. I'm, I'm saying this. What I'm saying is if you can hear from the spirit of God and do what you're called to do, you will enable the others to do the same. When Moses, when the people, the children of Israel started to see the miracles of Moses, that's when they started to believe. When people saw David fight Goliath, that put courage in, in the rest of the army, the children of Israel, to go fight against the enemy. It was the courage of one person that made people fight. David didn't turn around and look at the men who were afraid, but when he was fighting Goliath and say, come on, you cowards, you got to go, you got to move. Don't you see? You got the largest base. You can smoke those guys. You got God on your side. What are you doing? No, he went and led by example and the men followed. And that's exactly what you see through every progression. It was when one man stood up, then everybody else stood up with it. Don't add to the division. Don't get caught up in this thing of who's not doing and who's doing. You go do, and you, you watch God show up on your behalf. The more that you go out and do, the more people will follow, and they'll get courage to do the same because they're seeing God move on your behalf, and that's all he's looking for. He's looking for people whose hearts are perfect towards him. I was just at a church on Wednesday, and I'm telling you, it was just as what I see. It was uh, very, very quiet. Not a lot of people were into it. You were there, and, and it was frustrating to me that they weren't into it, but the moment I kept talking about Scripture in Hebrews 11 and Hebrews Hebrews 12, and I was talking about people of old and Esther and all these, the, the, the men of old. And I started talking about testimony of us going into schools. I'm telling you guys, this is what energized them. It wasn't me looking at them saying, why aren't you doing? It was me saying, you can do it. Watch because we've done it before and God will do it again. And if he did it for a nation 200 years ago, he's going to do it again and he will do it again. He's just looking for us to move in faith. He's looking for us to take a step out. It's easy to critique behind a board. It's easy to critique people who don't do behind this computer. It's super simple. It's when you do, then the men come to critique you, you start to silence your own mouth. You start to say, you know what? This is, this, I'll, I'll just, my, my actions speak louder than my words. Hear me out, church. Don't go after them. Light the candle and lead the way. And I wanted to talk about this because, look, we're seeing things get harder. We're seeing this thing about mandatory vaccinations. We're seeing all these things happen. And what I'm trying to tell you is it's a farce. What's happening is God is showing up on the scene and now evil is starting to get scared. Pharaoh was scared. That's why he started making it harder on the children of Israel. He got scared because of the miracles. He got scared because now you got God after you, not just man. And these men and women who are in the media, these men and women who are in politics, these socialist uh, Democrats, and I'm, I'm just going to say it, it's a demonic thing what's happening in the Democratic Party. It's demonic. There's no other way around it. They're trying to legalize sin. They're, they're doing more to take away your money. They're doing more to, to, to take away the role from God. They're starting to strip away monuments, which is another topic I wanted to bring up before we bring up vaccinations, was about the monuments. Why did God tell Gideon to destroy his father's altars? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you exactly why. Because he wanted to wipe away the remembrance of those gods from the people. They wanted to wipe away the remembrance and the reproach of sin away from the people and destroy those altars and worship me alone, right? 
what's happening when they're trying to destroy these monuments that were righteous? Not by perfect men, but by righteous men who walked in the things of God. They're trying to take away exactly what we were founded on. They're trying to take away the history. And if we remove our history, I promise you this. If you don't know where you come from, you ain't knowing where you're going. If they continuously do this, and this is why on our watch, we can't let it happen. This is why in California, that whole parking lot situation, I'll put the number down for you. You can call to, 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 to back up uh, Pastor, what's his name? McCarthy, to back up Pastor McCarthy so you can take a stand. And all these legislators that think that they're tyrants, all under the guise of emergency too. All under the guise of emergency. So we're going to get into this here uh, in, in a second here. What, uh, if you guys just give me one second, I'm going to hop right into it. Uh, is, so I can look it up our, our, our podcast thing. Mike's uh, he's been running late for, for, for a minute. So I'm walking just kind of um, walking these things out. Mandatory vaccinations. Why no title? And, and wh wh why is it? Uh, we, we didn't put a title on this podcast for a reason. Uh, obviously, Facebook is censoring anything to do with vaccinations. I remember when Jim Carrey's former wife, uh, some model, she's a blonde lady. She's married to one of the Wahlbergs now. Uh, she came out on vaccination saying it created autism. During that time, she was getting eviscerated by the, by the medical world and all these other things saying you're not a doctor, you're not a nurse, you don't understand what you're talking about. She got silenced quick. She's never talked about it again. What happens when you start to challenge authority? What happens when you start to challenge uh, these things like vaccinations and all these other things? And guys, please, uh, why don't you guys go down uh, uh, and... and Comment where you're from, please, first. And then I want you guys also to share this video right now. If you can, that'd be fantastic. Again, it gets the message out there because we got a lot to cover and a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about the First and 14th Amendments as to why uh, it's illegal to see what the government's even talking about. So why no, why no uh, Facebook title? Because we knew that it would get pulled. And so we decided, well, we'll just put a special topic. And this video might get pulled because we're going to talk about constitutionally, is it legal to even... The argument isn't vaccinations. You guys can do your own homework and research on that. I'm not saying I, I'm not for them. I, I think they're dangerous personally, in all honesty, um, that, that, that you're injecting things we don't even know. As a matter of fact, I would never put anything in my body, especially lately. I've been on a diet because uh, diets stink. But you watch what you put in your body. Why is it we're allowing to put things in our body? We just trust it. We don't even know what's in it, you know, and all those things. So uh, we didn't put a title on here. And most likely just using two words to get this taken off of Facebook. So a lot of the times people will try to attack us and we're not trying to do that. So we're going to get into this. Are vaccines, mandatory vaccines constitutional? Are mandatory vaccines constitutional? Well, why don't we go to the 14th Amendment? This is a, a very important amendment to discuss because people use this and this has been used to basically barrage the states. That the federal government has a blanket over the states and, 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 and it's because in the wording, they use this on Roe v. Wade, which is, again... I can't even believe that they use this in the court case. They use this uh, Brown versus the Board of Education, uh, you know, equal protection of the laws, all that kind of stuff. I'm going to walk you through the 14th Amendment so you can debunk this stuff about vaccinations being mandatory from the federal government. OK, here we go. And pay attention. Pay attention. All persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and of the state wherein they reside. No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of the citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor deny any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection under the law. Let me break that down. Let's go to the first sentence real quick. All persons born or naturalized in the United States and are subject and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and the state where they reside. 
does this have anything to do with vaccinations? It's talking about when back in the day when, when, when uh, blacks were being enslaved, that they had just as much equal rights as a white man did. This was talking about trying to basically uh, 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 constitutionalize law to make everybody equal. Had nothing to do with anything else except naturalization. Had nothing to do with forced taxes, had nothing to do with forced vaccinations, had nothing to do with uh, forcing you to wear your seatbelt because it's a federal law. None of that stuff. And these are just examples. I'm just throwing things out there. Had nothing to do with forcing people to recognize the way that the government views marriage. It had everything to do with naturalization right here. That's what this was for. It had nothing to do with anything else. But you know what happens? Since we don't know history, we just leave things open-ended, i.e., that's why you see things like Roe v. Wade happen. So all persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and the state where they reside. Listen to this. No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens. So in other words, it just said you can't abridge my rights. Where do rights come from? We talk about this every podcast before God. So God gives me the right to my own health care. God gives me the, my, my own right to how to educate my kids. God gives me the right to life, liberty, and property and, and the pursuit of happiness. God gives me those things. God gives me the right to speak and preach. God gives me the right to, to peaceably assemble and to petition the government. God gives me the right to, to worship God the way I see fit in my conscience. Has nothing to do with vaccinations or anything else that they've been using. And using this as a battering ram, as a matter of fact. Right? So let's continue. Nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property. Why are they abridging our liberty with a mask mandate? Now, some of you will say, what about abortion? What about abortion? It's my choice, too, to get an abortion. Read the word just before that. Nor shall any state deprive any person of life. Life. Ask any person who's for abortion where life begins. They'll never answer it. Do you know why? Because they know, according to science, which the left always talks about being scientific. They always say that they know science and they're trying to follow science. Matter of fact, one of Joe Biden's things is like, we're going to follow the experts on science because we love science. Well, science has shown us that life begins at conception. And it's shown it over and over and over again. And yet our states don't listen. And it's those same people that are trying to trap you in your words. That's why you're seeing this stuff happen. So please share this video because, again, there's a lot of good information here. Person of life, liberty, or property. Guys, my body is God's property. My home is my property. My body is my property. I have a responsibility before the Lord to upkeep my body, which is why I want to diet, which is why... You know, hey, I've kind of let myself go, kind of. few too many Culver's tops, you know what I mean? Good night. Come on with those butter burgers. I mean, I'm sorry. So life, liberty, or property without due process of law. Due process of law. Due process of law. Can the Congress pass laws that are unconstitutional? That's a real question. Can the president enact a law that's unconstitutional without Congress's approval? We've seen it happen. Guys, this whole 14th Amendment stuff is real. First Amendment, real. Seriously, this is craziness in action, and we don't even see it. Uh, it says, nor deny any person within its jurisdiction equal protection of the laws. Laws of what? Laws to keep you free, not laws to enslave you. Guys, I don't want someone putting something in my kid's system or mine. That is my right. That is my right. And now they're doing it under the guise of safety. 
it's funny that I think that this whole vaccine or I'm sorry, this whole coronavirus stuff and everything we've been talking about, uh, according to the experts, according to the experts, according to the experts, they don't even know what this virus is all about. They don't really know, which I I question that. I question that. I do. I've been doing a lot of research on this stuff behind the scenes, but I question that they don't know what this vaccine is all about or what this virus is all about. I do question that. And here's why. Because you're enslaving people without even knowing what it is. Guys, that is the definition of tyranny. That is the definition of fear. They've been uh, criticizing President Trump for pushing fear. Who's pushing the most fear here? Oh, my gosh. Someone else caught COVID. Do you know how many people are surviving COVID in the high 90 percentile? Guys, you can survive it. Especially if you live healthy, you can survive it. Yes, some people have passed away. That is tragic. No question. We know that. But guys, they're enslaving you with a small number. Now listen, this is where God gets the glory because it's a small percentage. Less than 3% of America was for liberty at the time of the founding and the founders won and they knew it. And if you have any questions, watch the, the stuff we've done on Romans 13. Watch the stuff we've done on Romans 13. You guys can see for yourselves what we've been talking about. The whole idea of Romans 13 was not to enslave you with government. The whole idea was to show you that government can run godly and that you're supposed to hold them accountable to run godly. And it's going to be talked You know what's funny? It's going to be talked about on Sunday. Old Sunday. It's going to be talked about on Sunday. I'm really excited about that. Super, super excited about it. So anyways, let us continue. God is 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 on the throne he's in control we know that this is why we're doing what we're doing and so i'm going to continue on with why uh we're we're um on the podcast map here why we have so massachusetts requires slide one if you guys can go to slide one real quick massachusetts requires vaccines for kids in school now this isn't the only place i think now new york had that as well i think if krista kin's watching she could verify that for us i believe new york actually did that where they had uh, Max, uh, Massachusetts, or I'm sorry, requirement for vaccines to go into schools. And so they did that on private schools, uh, public schools, charter schools. You saw mass influx of homeschoolers. And a lot of them, I was just at a homeschool conference here just recently. It was pretty crazy. There was a lot of people that were not Christian, let me tell you, because their tongues were crazy. I mean, they were, they were throwing down some stuff, right? But you saw where they were displaced. What are they going to do? They... People who aren't Christian also don't believe in vaccinations. There's a lot of them. Look, go to Minneapolis. A lot of people who are trying to raise their kids naturally aren't vaccine um, heavy. That's not what they do. And so flu vaccine now mandatory for all Massachusetts students, DPH announces, the Department of Public Health. Written on August 29th of 2020, the article states that now st all students will be required to receive flu vaccine by December 31st in order to attend school unless med uh, medically or religiously exempt. Now watch those two words medically or religiously exempt. I just want to stop there for a minute to get a religious exemption. Listen to this closely. To get a religious exemption, I have to go to the state or to that city or to that county and say, hey, I have a religious exemption. Then they approve your religious exemption. So in reality, you don't have a religious exemption. You have a state exemption that says, okay, we'll let you go practice your religion if you want to. So you don't have freedom and your own self who gave man the authority to re regulate or dictate what religion is or isn't by the way who gave man that authority i didn't i hear a lot of these liberals and leftists and the antifas they all say they all say the same thing i didn't ask to live in this country dude i was just born here well i didn't ask for it either 
So why not stand for righteousness and get this country back on track? Because I love this country. Here, I'll say this. I love America. I love everything it stands for. I love that, that it went through its flaws and corrected it by the Christian man. I love the fact that, you know what, we started off with some bad things and we're still being corrected and we're still seeing evil things, but we're seeing the church rise up. I love the fact that I can come to a nation, right, that still has the Bill of Rights and I can speak freely. I can open it. I just got my hair cut by a guy from Jamaica who opened up three barbershops here and he's successful. And then he runs on the weekends. You know what he does on the weekends? He runs a limousine shop. And he makes a lot of money. And he said, brother, if I wouldn't have come here, I would have never got this kind of money, man. I love that dude. And you know what? He's walking out the American dream and he's a Christian. And he loves God. And he came here for freedom. Yes, I love this country. Yes, it's worth fighting for. It is. It's worth fighting for, especially because the blood of those people who fought for this is crying out to us right now. Those same people who fought for us is crying out right now so i don't want the government and yes you can get religious exemptions i think even here we we do that with our kids religious exemption because we don't believe in it we don't believe in it as as, as a family right but can the state do that massachusetts just did it which now you're going to see an uprising of people this is what i love dude when you start oppressing people like this they start to rise up and start to question when you start putting things that they don't want to do oh boy and then you see a small remnant. And then you see where they're constantly up there in the state halls and legislatures. Oh, dude, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. And I mean that. It's going to be stinking awesome. And I'm really, really, really excited about it because I see where God is moving on the behalf of his saints. And he really is. And so, guys, oh, I'm sorry. Here we go. Here we go. We're getting some responses here. Hello. Let me read a couple before I continue. Uh, Crystal Leidner, uh, Linder said this. Interesting how mass infanticide and abortions preceded to deliver in the past. Moses, Jesus, God saved and put forth a deliverer in his people, for his people. Something to think about. Amen. It's exactly right. This is not, there's nothing new under the sun. The only thing that we're seeing right now that's pushing mass fear is this constant uh, 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 amplification of sin through the media, through the airwaves and all that stuff. This is no different than what they had back then. There was oppression that existed uh, back then. Yes, Brian, straight out of the pool at Sailfish Splash to the Self-Evident Podcast. Thanks, brother. <laughs> That's awesome. I couldn't go. We were trying to set all this stuff up. Uh, Oneda's, uh, well, you're awesome. Truth Bomb, yes. Uh, we're, we're doing our best. Guys, ask your questions and, and share your comments down below, and we'll read those as, as fast as I can to get uh, back on track. If we go to slide two... Dr. Madoff explains the reasoning for this. Listen to this, dude. Listen to this. This is great. Guys, you know doctors learn from other people, right? Doctors um, are experts in certain fields. I'm not negating that. I've, I've been to doctors. I like doctors. Doctors are pretty cool. Matter of fact, I go see doctors, uh, well, chiropractor, doctor type people a lot. As often as I can, I should say. I love doctors. Doctors are awesome. But can they get it wrong? Can they get it wrong? Of course. Guys, I could fail. I can get it wrong as a minister. Dude, I could be totally wrong about everything I'm saying. I'm just finding everything on the Constitution, that's all, and the Scriptures. Nowhere did I give authority for the state to, to dictate what I do with my body. I didn't do that. I didn't give any authority for that. Here's slide two. Every year, thousands of people, this is Dr. Madoff, every year, thousands of people of all ages are affected by influenza, leading to many hospitalizations and deaths. Dr. Larry Madoff said, the director of the Department of Public Health's Bureau of Infectious Disease. It is more important, he said, now than ever to get a flu vaccine because flu symptoms are very similar to those of COVID-19. And preventing the flu will save lives and preserve health care and resources, he said. Wait, what? Right? 
Did he tell you at all, this doctor here, did he tell you at all how many people die from the flu vaccine? Just question. Did he tell you at all how many people die from the flu? Because, yes, people die from the flu. People die from COVID. How long did it take us to have a vaccine? Come on in, brother! How long did it take us to develop a vaccine for the flu, for hepatitis B? What did it take, five years to develop a vaccine for that, something like that? And here we're going to develop a vaccine within months of COVID? That's insanity, guys. That is insanity. And it's scary. Again, this is crazy stuff, what we're seeing. I'm on slide two, brother. So we're looking at, uh, notice the reasoning. Well, the symptoms are similar. Hey, flu is dangerous. The symp- but why is it you can't find flu statistics recently? You're finding a lot of COVID statistics, but you're not finding the flu statistics. You're not finding anything really on the flu. And again, why is it they're not talking about the deaths that happen from flu vaccines? Why? Why aren't they showing you those kind of statistics? Why won't the doctors promote that? Can anybody answer that, please? Because they're going to get found out. They are. Now, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that you're going to be, that you have to be unhealthy and all those things. Take care of yourself. God gave us a body. He gave us something to take care of ourselves with. Okay? And this is why we need to talk about this again. We just talked about the 14th Amendment, Mike. I didn't go into the First Amendment yet. Okay. We talked about the 14th Amendment being... Uh, it was all about uh, states' rights for the, for, the, for the citizen. Had nothing to do with vaccinations. It had everything to do with states' rights to protect blacks from, from, from not having the same privileges and immunities that whites did. Had nothing to do with anything else, right? And so this is why they're misconstruing it. That's why in Roe v. Wade they used the 14th Amendment and said, well, see, we can't deprive a person of their rights. What rights were they referring to? And you, co- you won't find that explanation. As a matter of fact, I believe I quote two different sources of lawyers. One professor from Yale, I believe it was, that basically said they pulled that out of the constitutional ether. I'm just doing a side note here. The 14th Amendment has been used as a battering ram to destroy states' uh, rights and also to destroy where the states uh, have their authority. That's exactly what's been happening. And it's wrong. And guys, it's demonic. Because the more that they can take away from you that God is real and that God gives you rights, the more that they take control. Isn't that awesome? They're the ones who take control then, and it's wrong to do. So it says, uh, it says here, this actually is just a step in the process to create a precedent. Vaccine mandating for kids to be in school is not a new thing, but now the inroads are being made to require it for COVID, and we'll only use a few, st- uh, a few steps to, to, to get there. The more that they keep, here, we've said this a thousand times. You ever notice government's always two steps forward, one step back? They don't relinquish power very often. They really don't. And so now that the counties found out that they can regulate and do uh, vaccine, or I'm sorry, mask mandates, what's going to stop them from doing something else? Can I ask? It's going to take a citizenry of knowing what they're talking about to get elected, to get those other guys out of there that know that rights come from God, that know that there's a declaration of independence, that know that the Constitution is supreme and that they don't work for, I'm sorry, that they work for us. We don't work for them. We're not slaves to them. I'm not a slave to five bureaucrats. I'm not. And no, I haven't been wearing my mask. And no, I won't. Not because I'm trying to thumb the government, but because I'm saying that I have rights and that if masks work, they'll work for you, right? So let's continue. We as conservatives have to see the steps as just that, steps, and understand how to fight back and create our own steps in the opposite direction. We're going to slide three here in a minute. And uh, how ready are you? (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we're 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 in the saddle brother Ugh. we're in the saddle brother gotta get my head on this one i know dude <clears throat> i know all right so right before slide three 
Sorry, guys. I literally just no, got but out you know what? Work, Everybody, welcome, showered, Mike. So. Welcome, Mike. Mike is back. Mike is in my hood. <laughs> Mike is in the house. And so uh, he was he was tied up with some other things. That's why we started a little late. But Mike is here, and he's the one who puts together all the podcasts, and he keeps me on track. He lets me do what I do. <laughs> it's true, though, dude. You do. You keep me on track, right? So we'll go to slide three. The Virginia Health Commissioner says he'll mandate COVID nineteen vaccine for all residents. Isn't what, that wonderful? And and what's interesting about this is he's a health commissioner, right? It, let alone the fact he's not a governor, he's not a, a judge, he's not a legislature. He's a health commissioner. And he's saying, okay, I'm going to make all of you take a, a coronavirus vaccine when we get it. That should scare people that now we have bureaucrats that are determining, okay, you need to have this vaccine because, hey, there's a couple of court cases that prove that I'm right and justified in doing that. And one of the things that makes me really concerned about this, and I, I don't know if you've hit this yet, but the, the health issues of all of this. And we'll get into this more, but the idea is you are forcing somebody to take on risk for somebody else. And it's for somebody else in a hypothetical situation. I think that's the worst part is I'm going to force you to take a risk by taking this vaccine that you're against, that you do not want to be injected into your body so that I can protect somebody else in a hypothetical scenario. And you might think that this isn't, this isn't likely, hey, it, it helps the common good. So when does the sacrifice of the individual uh, way out for the common good is it one individual is it two is it 10,000 is it 50,000 when is the sacrifice of the individual good for the for the whole um, and this Dr. Oliver he he seems very intent on determining whether or not somebody should get a vaccine because if you notice what he says is he's uh where is it oh I didn't put it in there did I uh, one one of the things that he, oh, he said as long as he is still health commissioner, he intends to mandate the coronavirus vaccine. And at the time of this article, um, there's a there was a bill to allow religious exemptions, and they they want to make it medical exemption only. And right now, in five states, there are five states that do not allow religious exemption. It's medical exemption only. And you're noticing other states are trying to pass this. Everybody's trying to get in front of the ball. So that way, on this coronavirus vaccine, when mandates start coming down, hey, it doesn't matter whether you want a religious exemption. You have to get it. Mm -hmm. Because we've decided to outlaw your religious exemption. Um, and that ties into the First Amendment here. And Massey and I were talking before on the phone you know, earlier today, and we were talking about... Who determines what your religion is? Mm -hmm. Who determines what your faith, right? And Mass, does yep. the First Amendment protect only a the doctrine of the organization who comes out with an official statement nope. or the individual believer? The right? individual. It protects the individual. The individual is what the Bill of Rights is protecting. The, 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 the Constitution regulates its own government. That's the whole idea. And I just had a, com a person comment on my thing. It's like, this is what you asked for. No, I didn't. I didn't ask for this. 
the more I started to study government, the more I started to study our Constitution and the Bill of Rights, I didn't ask for this. I'm starting to expose it now because I started to see where the corruption was. I'm not after wanting people to tyrannize me or states or people. You know what I'm after? I'm after liberty and freedom. And you know what? Romans 13 talks about governments. There are governments that are necessary among men. It happens. But we were supposed to be free and liberated under God. Does anybody have that correct? No. But anarchy is not a good one either. I don't want tyranny in the streets, dude, because what are we seeing with Antifa right now? Taking over Washington. And that's an extreme. I know. But look how far government's gone in extreme when they don't follow their own law. Yeah. It's just as extreme, right? So we've seen extremes on both sides. The whole idea is you need a good populace of good men, godly men, who understand the law and understand that rights come from God and that they're going to stand before God one day. So when they pass laws that destroy the people, again, Isaiah 10.1, where it talks about woe unto those that decree unrighteous decrees and prescribe grievances for my people. When you have that and you're like, man, I'm going to stand before God for this, that's when you have a, 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 a government that's established under God. And they're not going to do anything to violate the rights of man. They're not. They're going to want the will of the people to stand and be in liberty. That's all. And that's all, we, that's all I want. That's all I'm asking for. Yeah. Right? I just want to be free, bro. I want my kids to be free. That's it. That's it. And if I can't find it here, well, we got to make it happen. That's my job. And, and your job is... And no, is, the First Amendment doesn't protect government. It protects me. Exactly. And, and your job is to protect your children and try to make the best decisions possible. Yeah. And one of the things that's happening is this is trying to take that out of your hands and say, it, this is mandatory for your child. Now, if, if you look... At the World Health Organization website, and I can, we can post this link after we get done, and I want you guys to check out this link because there's a circulating vaccine-derived polio virus outbreak in Africa. Polio virus wow. vaccine-derived. And I'll, I'll read a little bit of this. So you is from the WHO themselves. On the 9th of August, 2020, the Federal Ministry of Health, Sudan, notified WHO of the detection of a circulating vaccine-derived poliovirus type 2 in the country. According to the notification, the virus is genetically linked with CHAD. Sequencing results showed 12 to 19 nucleotide changes. Two acute flaccid paralysis cases were notified. Now, you might say, well, that's only two cases. Well, I'm sorry, but that's still two cases. Now, I'm not saying that a vaccine doesn't work or a vaccine is more dangerous than the actual disease. But the problem is once you start mandating, you're requiring people to take on this risk. Mm -hmm. You are telling them they must take that risk. And what's worse is their children must take that risk. That's right. And even the who is admitting, oh, we kind of caused this one. And it wasn't just Sudan. Um, right. There were a couple other countries, Chad, uh, then there were two other ones, and I'm not seeing them. I've got a lot to read through to yeah, try and find them. There's but, a lot in here. Yeah. But what you're finding is it's spreading. Now, do I think Super. this is, this is going to be a pandemic or anything like that? No. But we've got to get past this idea that, hey, it's 100% safe and effective and 100% easy, so mandate it. You have to understand what somebody else is putting in your body. And why is it somebody else's choice to determine what's being put exactly. in your body? Why are you allowing them that choice? And see, this is where uh, I'm going to read through some of these comments because these sure. are good. These are good. Uh, let's see. 
Uh, Carol writes, you're right about how awesome it is when others realize it. uh, See California. Exactly. When others start to realize, and this is what I want to tell the other guy. Look, when you start to realize how government can be, I didn't know everything, dude. I don't know everything. No. You get older and you're realizing, holy smokes, dude, there's a lot of tyranny that's happening right now. I don't know everything. I'm just starting to expose it as I see it. And, dude, it's on both sides. It's not Republican. This is all of them. They've all allowed this to happen. Guys, if you're you're, you're deceived to think that, that, that the Republican Party is going to save you, they allowed it too. They allowed it too. Let's be real here, okay? It's it's all allowed. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I won't take their vaccine, mandatory or not. Amen. Uh, you're going to see a lot of this. Doctors see only what drives their practices. If so, the doctor who's treating only the hospital uh, have a different perspective. Data from the patient docs. That's right. You're right. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Uh, there's there's something else that she said that that's really good. It's all about power, control, and money. Yep. Uh, the drug company has total immunity. Yes, vaccine and drug companies have total immunity. Remember that whole Reagan thing? That's right. They they're not liable for it. That that's something else you should pay attention to. Right? Why? They're they're not liable if anything happens to you. How come you're I'm liable? Sorry? How come you're liable for not taking it, but they're not liable for what they're putting yeah. in your body? Right? Yeah. Listen. Carol said this, and I want you to answer this, and I'll right. answer it too. Sure. We've been saying this since the start, and nothing has changed with commissioners or governor. What will we do? Yes, pray, but what more? Now, the reason why it's not changing because you have a lot of hard-hearted people in there, yeah. right? Now we have two years, two solid years for some one year to get active and start finding candidates to get them out and storm the gates every single time they have a meeting and make sure that you're flooding them with emails and phone calls and everything that you can. I'm not asking for physical violence. I'm not. We're asking for participation in the process, right? So here's how politicians tend to work. If they get floods of phone calls and emails and contacts from people saying, you better not vote for this, you better not do this, you can't do this, this isn't right. If they get a flood of that type of communication, Straight up. they start to believe that's how most people feel. That's exactly right. And you have to be proactive in that. Notice the other side has no problem being proactive and, and vocal. They have no problem making their voices heard. And, and I think exactly, you know, somebody had said, and I don't remember who it was, but they said one of the problems is conservatives are busy. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, at the risk of, of being insulting, it's kind of true. Like the people who are passionate about it at the same time have a job, have a family, have this, have I that. Know. I know. I know, dude. It tends to be on the other side. It's college students that yep. are under their parents umbrella still that there's not a lot of responsibility so they have all kinds of time right to get out there and protest carol yeah, oh, i'm sorry go ahead. so go i was ahead. gonna say we've got to figure out how to make time or how to make our voices heard in the most significant yeah. way possible and carol i get your question because i asked this question to the lord consistent i asked mike Ask Kristen, ask my wife. I'm asking the Lord consistently what do i do lord what do i do in the midst of the i have to continue to teach I have to continue to teach what I'm teaching. I believe our ministry will be more effective after the election because everybody's focused on Trump and yeah. getting him elected and all this other stuff, right? We're more of a teaching foundational type ministry. What I'm teaching people is how to be a leader and how to know the law so that when this whole thing ends, this whole election mm-hmm. thing, we know exactly what to do next. That, Carol, if this is on your heart, you may be the one that has to run for mayor. You may be the one that has to run for city and county council. You may be the one that has to be the one that's waking up other people. Here, I'll say this. I'll give you every single slideshow I have, and you may have to do what I do. 
I'm consistently going out and preaching and talking and motivating and getting people lit up and doing all these things and making sure I'm not saying you're not. I love when you comment, Carol. I do because you're right. We need to do something. But I believe this right now, people are so distracted with the election. They're distracted by fear. They're distracted by this vaccination stuff. They're distracted with, oh my gosh, the church isn't doing anything. All that stuff is useless right now because God is still in control. But now he's given us authority. No man has authority over me. So this may be your calling to get involved. You know why? Because you're asking. You're asking. And that's, that's the whole point. And here's a side note, but this is, they're going to hear this conversation. Here's what I think we need to do is we need to start clarifying the process for people of how to run for office. Because I think it's kind of a quagmire and, and a real complex issue that a lot of people probably don't understand. Well, how do I even run for office? What do I even do? Right. How do I, how do I have the time to do it? Look, <laughs> look at the politicians you have. There are plenty of them that you're probably smarter than. So you could probably run. <laughs> if they can do it, you can do it too. So I think what we need to do is at some point do a series on, okay, how do you actually do this stuff? How do you make the step-by-step? -step? And what do you do in this And, and we're going to continue to do this as, yeah. we, we, as we grow and as we go. This is what we're going to continue to do is teach how to do this. This is all new for me too because yeah. I was going out and preaching about foundations. Now it's hitting my backyard, right? And I didn't see that. I got to be honest with you guys. I was blind to it. Thank God. Thank God that it happened because now I'm starting to educate people on how to do this. Yes, Mayor Hayes, I see that too. Don't laugh about that. I see it. And you're right. If ma the vaccine's mandatory, well, why can't we be the only county that doesn't man mandate vaccines? Yeah. If you have a sheriff like Sheriff Snyder that's not going to back up on constitutional law, he'll back you up. Yeah. He will. He has to. It's his job. Yeah. That's what sheriffs are for to stop on constitutional law too. And there's right? there's actually plenty of sheriffs in the US that are, are doing it. You know, so those are the sheriffs we need to support. We need to find those that are saying, Look, I'm not beholden to the politicians at the county commission. I'm beholden to the constitution. And I'm gonna follow the constitution yep. for what it says. Oh my gosh. You know? And if you think about this, just think logically with me, right? If you're the one that's supposed to run, you have favor on your left to do it. I promise you. And you're yeah. going to wake a lot of people in the process. Now, you have a sheriff here in Mountain County that will not enforce this. This When they call the cops, what are they going to do? Arrest you for not wearing a mask? Hey, I've been walking without masks for a while. I get some flack for it, but so what? There's, yeah. no, there's nobody arresting me. What are they going to do? Here, God forbid you have to. I mean, I'm speaking just to everybody. You're going to lose your dignity. God forbid that people are going to say you hate people. Really? They said that about Jesus. The Pharisees called him a drunk and, 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 uh, 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 glutton. and a glutton. They also said he was of the devil. That's when he said to them, can the devil cast out devils? That's ridiculous. No, you may have to be the one that loses his dignity. If you read the post today that I posted, you may be the one that, go to, that goes to jail. The founders knew that when they established this declaration that they may lose their lives. They pledged their lives and their fortunes on it yeah. and their honor. You may have to lose your honor to find freedom. Because honor in the eyes of man is not what you're after. It's honor in the eyes of God. That's exactly what we're after here. It's not man that, 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 that's going to win the day here. It's the Lord. And it's the few that will win it, Carol. L listen to me. Read any Bible or any Bible character where it was never a majority. It was God moving on their behalf. And it may be just you to do it. I'm getting there with you. I already said I'll run one day. Yeah. I'm hoping soon. Because there's a lot to do. Okay? But we may have to do this together, Carol. We may have to have a string of us do this together, Carol. I mean that. 
right? And if you guys love this message, I'm going to take a moment for this. If you guys want to see this message spread in public schools and colleges, if you want to see this message spread in churches so we can teach pastors, now's the time to support us. I just left a link below. And we're asking people to help support monthly. We're asking people to step up to the plate and help us gain the support that we need to go out there and do what we're called to do. We're asking people right now to establish something with us so we can continue to go out there and do what we're called to. Because there's a lot of people that don't know how to do it. And we just made a curriculum for pastors. So and it's not a curriculum that says you're stupid, why aren't you getting involved? It's saying this, here's the scriptures, here's the constitution, it's your duty to get involved. It's your duty. And you know what? Your love for God and his people as shepherds of the flock to get involved and stop uh, tyranny. It's their job. It's their duty. And guys, we can do this together. Whoa, what happened? The live video stopped. Whoa. Did you see that? Did it disappear? It just stopped. That's crazy. It just said it stopped, and you can you can view it later. That's crazy. Can you guys still hear us? Because I'll yeah, continue to post, go. Post a comment. If yeah, you this can hear is us weird. Right it just stopped right in the middle of the thing. That was crazy. Anybody commenting? No, no. This is nuts. This is nuts. Could it be that we're talking about vaccinations? What happened? It's still, it's still going? Okay. The whole video thing stopped. I'm Good. so sorry, guys. I'm telling you, once we knew we were going to talk about this, yep. we knew something like this was going to happen. I, I even told them, don't put the word vaccine in the title because the <laughs> algorithms are going to read <laughs> but it. But I did it because yeah. I'm like, you know what? We do need to talk about it. And if they're going to silence us and stop us, so the flip what? We got to continue. Now, there's a, there's a link that I left below that if you guys want to start the ball rolling and if you want to support us monthly, please do. You guys can go on, like I said, right below here. Um, I just left a, a link below that's uh, all about uh, self-evident and where you guys can be monthly supporters. It's called the Torchbearer Society, and we're continuing to roll forward. We got a goal that we want to hit in two weeks, and I want people to step up and support and do what we're called to do because we need to do it together. Just keep going. Okay. Um, so one of the things that I wanted to cover, where do these legal arguments come from on this mandatory vaccine idea? And we, we covered it a couple of months ago, and I found a couple more cases that are used in arguments. Uh, so I'm going to cover the original. This is the one that everybody talks about when they're talking about there's legal precedent for uh, mandatory vaccinations. It's Jacobson versus Massachusetts. This happened in 1905. So it was a pastor. Um, he was from Sweden, and he had actually moved because of mandatory vac vaccinations in Sweden. And so he'd moved to the U.S. And they were trying to eradicate smallpox. And his own vaccination when he was a child had gone badly, left him with a lifelong um, horror of the whole thing. He had had health issues because of the vaccination. So he refused it. And his statement was he and his son had had bad reactions to earlier vaccinations as children, and they had been caused great and extreme suffering for a long period by a disease produced by the vaccination. Um, he believed that his family may have had some sort of hereditary condition that made the smallpox vaccine particularly dangerous, but he wasn't sure, so he was saying, no, I don't want to do this. Because he refused it, he was prosecuted. 
Now just find five dollars in nineteen oh five. Woo! You know, so Holla! it was probably what fifty bucks or something. But still, the. He was fined. He was prosecuted for saying, no, I don't believe this is good for my health. Hear that? Hear how he said, I don't believe this is good for my health. I don't think I should do this. No, sorry, you have to take this. We care more about making sure you get stuck with a needle than your own concern over your health. So over the next three years, he was fighting it. It reached the Supreme Court. I want to read what uh, Justice John Marshall said about it. The court held that in every well-ordered society charged with the duty of conserving the safety of its members, the rights of the individual in respect of his liberty may at times, under the pressure of great dangers, be subjected to such restraint to be enforced by reasonable regulations, who considers what reasonable, as the safety of the general public may demand, and that real liberty could not exist for all under the operation of a principle which recognizes the right of each individual person to use his own, whether in respect of his person or his property, regardless of the injury that may be done to others. Interesting, isn't it? It's a principle that recognizes the right of each individual person to use his own, whether in respect of his person or his property, regardless of the injury that may be done to others, but that's not good enough. Real liberty for all, that means, you know, giving harm to somebody, possibly, because you want to protect the group. And Jacobson, he had actually argued there was a violation of his due process under the 14th Amendment, especially the right of, to live and work where he will, and this was why we had talked about the 14th Amendment. Under the precedent of Algier versus Louisiana in 1897, it was a case that found that a state law preventing certain out-of-state insurance corporations from conducting business in the state was unconstitutional restriction of freedom of contract under the 14th Amendment. Harlan answered that while the court had protected such liberty, a citizen, this is what Harlan said, may be compelled by force, if need be, against his will, and without regard to his personal wishes or his pecuniary interests, or even his religious or political convictions, to take his place in the ranks of the army of his country and risk the chance of being shot down in its defense. It is not, therefore, true that the power of the public to guard itself against imminent danger depends in every case involving the control of one's body upon his willingness to submit to reasonable regulations established by the constituted authorities under the sanction of the state for the purpose of protecting the public collectively against such danger. I actually want to push back against on that a little bit. Let's do it. Because under the draft, if you could not be medically cleared, you weren't submitted. That's right. You were, you uh, were not in danger. You were 4F. If you had a rig religious conviction against it, you were a pacifist, you could opt out. True. So his whole argument is bunk. This argument is bunk to say, well, despite your religious convictions, your political convictions, despite your health, doesn't matter. You've got, you've got a chance of being shot down. That's not actually true. So therefore, you're not being asked to risk in that sense or give up your liberty of religious freedom in that sense. We've got another case. Vimester versus White. So in Vimester versus White, the New York Court of Appeals looked at the issue of a compulsory vaccination for smallpox. Court followed the Jacobson decision, right? So this is again precedent, in part holding, while we do not decide and cannot decide that vaccination is a preventative of smallpox. You hear that? 
we do not decide, and we cannot decide, that it is actually a preventative of smallpox. We take judicial notice of the fact that this is the common belief of the people of the state. And with this fact, as a foundation, we hold the statute in question is a health law enacted in a reasonable and proper exercise of the police power. So therefore, we don't even really know. Right. But hey, we're going to trust some opinions, so we're going to force <laughs> you to do it. Wow, dude. And isn't it crazy? Again, we'll trust opinions. Yeah. Opinions. Yeah. But not the opinions that say contrary. Exactly. This is what I was trying to say before. Now, I know people, you know, Pastor Todd and I talked about this. They bring in doctors to these meetings, right? For. Yeah. For the mandate, right? <laughs> you didn't hear a dissenting argument. Yeah. That's not debate. You can't vote on nothing that's not, you, you know, at least during the time of the founders, you had the Federalist and the Anti-Federalist. If you read the Federalist Papers, you got the Anti-Federalist mm -hmm. Papers, right? You had the Federalist who said, men aren't angels, so we need a strong government to restrain their passions. Then you had the anti-federalists that said, you're right, you're right, men aren't angels, so why put them in, in power? Because what do they do with power? So then they had this whole struggle with the Constitution, right? No. We didn't even have a struggle with these, with, with these mask mandates. Now a vaccine mandate. All under the guise of what? Safety. Isn't it funny how we'll much We'll take care of up. you. But you know what's funny? They want you to pay your taxes. You're responsible for those. You're not yeah. responsible for your health, though. We'll take care of that, yeah. right? Because we know better, <laughs> right? It's so hypocritical that this is the reason, again, uh, for, for, for anybody commenting on this, because I can't see him anymore, for anybody commenting or anybody knowing uh, this kind of stuff, I'm just saying to you, right now is the time where if you're asking these questions, again, this is why we need to create a, a team. Like, we got to get together too. Like, each county, state, city, whatever, has their own boards, mayor. Like, they have their own ways of getting involved. I'm going to do my research. Hopefully in a couple of weeks, we'll, start, we'll, we'll talk about yeah. how you can take steps towards that. We'll both do research on it, right? Now is the time to really start sitting back and say, okay, we all know this is happening. Everybody's focused on the whole election right now with Biden and Trump, which I'm telling you, dude, I, I just don't see Biden winning. I just don't. Uh, There's don't. just no... I mean, here's, here's where I'm very concerned is this is going to be a morass of an election. Oh, my gosh. Because of the whole mail-in thing. And that's what concerns me is, will we even have a president a month after the election because of this whole mail-in mess? Like, it could. The, the, and I, we try not to get in the tribalism thing, but Democrats especially are trying to make this as convoluted and confusing and chaotic as possible. That's right, dude. Even so much as Hillary Clinton saying, don't concede even if you lose. Exactly. And, we and can't, they, wait, we can't be rebellious <laughs> and not wear a mask, but he can be rebellious when he loses an election. Yep. This is called hypocrisy, right? This is why you need to really cry out to the Lord. This is why, this is why you, need, you need to be a part of the, the uh, delegates and superdelegates. Mm -hmm. You need to be a part of these election processes. This is why you need to get involved and start saying, hey, how can I get involved? And, you know, I was in the RNC or the, the Republican stuff for a while. Got out of it. Uh, just I saw a lot of red tape that I didn't like. But now is the time really even more to get involved, right? Yeah. But again, we're going back to foundations here. Bottom line is, if you know the foundations of America, you know anything talked about where government is forcing you to do something is completely illegal. <laughs> Look, bottom line is, if you know the foundations of America and you know the Constitution, the, the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights, all that stuff, Magna Carta, anything the government forces you to do is illegal. Isn't it funny that, and I just thought of this, 
during the whole Obamacare mandate stuff, that that whole argument in the Supreme Court, they actually the Supreme Court had to actually change the language of the law in order to say it was constitutional. Right. So they couldn't say what was it? They couldn't say it was a a penalty, but they could say it was a tax. So you won't even be able to say which he lied about, by the way. Which he lied about. But you won't even be able to say that, oh, we're mandating this, and if you don't pay it, you get a penalty. Isn't that funny? And that's determined unconstitutional. Isn't that funny? But, hey, you have to pay a tax. Now we're starting to talk about mandatory vaccines, and we've got people saying, oh, it's completely constitutional. I'm sorry. I care more about my health than I do my money. That's exactly right, dude. That's exactly right. But, you know, to say all that, to say this, um, there, there's there's a lot we're going to cover, but to, to make it basic, for the basic people of walking through this, because we've been on this, what are we on there, almost an hour now? Um, I don't know if we got a little bit more to go, um, but Man. here's 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 what we're talking about. We hit what we needed to. We, well, we hit what we needed to, and you're seeing more and more where states are taking advantage of lawless governors, lawless yeah. So, you know what? When's the last time you heard about a state legislature? You don't hear about them. No. You hear about governors making no. it mandatory, uh, county elections, stuff like that, but you don't hear about the state yeah. legislatures. You, mostly what you hear is a bill is going through. But but even then, it's even just then. kind of this general, like, what's the governor going to do? Is the right. governor going to sign it? Is the governor going to not? Um, there's Yeah, there's just this this kind of vagueness about totally. it. And you have to pay attention to this stuff yep. because if you don't put the people in power that have character yeah. to do it, they're going to take advantage. And, and there was one example that I kind of wanted to point out, and, you know, I, we may get shut down for this, but whatever. It's okay. You know, the financial it's profit opportunity and requiring a vaccine. And I want to use an example in that whole thing. Ooh. So the, the <laughs> curse word, hydroxychloroquine, that whole curse word, that's a generic drug. It's been around for 50, 60 years. They use that for, like, uh, malaria. Ma- malaria, yeah. It is similar symptoms. Yeah. Similar symptoms yep. of COVID. Completely trusted, completely useful, no problem whatsoever. Suddenly, it's determined this is way too dangerous, we can't use this. Everybody says, no, 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 don't use that, don't use that. Instead, they suggest remdesivir, or rem- remdesivir. Guess which one has a patent? Guess which one's newer? Now, far, uh, drugs have a 10-year protection period where you can't have competition on it. It can't be a generic, right? Guess which one is still under patent? <laughs> it ain't hydroxychloroquine. So instead of the thing that is super useful and super easy to make and has wide, 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 wide uses... You're taking the newer drug that's only been around for a couple of years that has a patent on it that is much more expensive, by thousands of dollars much more expensive. Isn't that funny? Isn't that crazy, dude? Isn't that funny? Isn't that crazy? Isn't it just funny that it happens to work out that way? Now, well, how does that happen? Because you have politicians, you have people who are connected to these companies, you have lobbyists, right? And I don't remember the number, but there's so many lobbyists for every single politician in Mm. Washington. You're you're telling me these lobbyists aren't going to these politicians, they're not going to journalists, they're not going to public figures and saying, look, (laughs) do, do this, do this drug, handle this drug. You don't think that's going to happen with vaccines? Dude, it's already happened. Yeah. Why are why? Everybody thinks there's only a race 
for the cure because hey we want to cure things no there's there's two totally. reasons for the race that's exactly right that's exactly <laughs> because right because if it becomes mandated there's a company that if they've got the patent for the one that gets selected for the mandate man you're making money right this is the whole reason for war most times yeah money money, money. why do why are we still continuously in a 19 year war money money someone's making something right mm-hmm. And notice how that was pushed through without uh, uh, con- congressional consent. Yeah. Seriously, dude. It, who was it? Was it uh, Eisenhower that actually warned about the military-industrial complex? Yes. And he, dude, he talked general at length about it. Yeah. Eisenhower. Yeah. A military man A military general warned about the military-industrial complex. Seriously. Whenever someone becomes a whistleblower, why are they looked at as wrong? Yeah. Or, you don't think that men can be corrupt? Or point out corrupt motives, right? Exactly. Just talking about vaccines and, and the whole drug thing with, with COVID, we, we're considered conspiracy theorists. We're considered extreme. Why is it so extreme to believe that, hey, maybe there are people with wrong motives who can actually get things done for their own advantage? Exactly. Is it good men who can only get things done for their advantage? Wow, no, dude. it's bad men. It is too. bad men too, and it's ma- mainly more bad men. Yeah, money exactly. talks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Corruption's easy because it's quick. I can just ignore my conscience. Ooh, Bribery yeah. ensues then, right? And then you get blackmail involved, and yeah. so everybody starts to comply because hey, they're afraid of their reputation. Guess what, dude? Christ made himself of no reputation. The Bible says that's why he could do what he did. He didn't care what people said. He didn't have honor before man. He had yeah. honor before the Lord. And yeah. so when men accused him, he didn't have to worry about that because he knew it was false, and he would catch them in their words anyway. So when you live a life of without gainsay. You can speak freely. Mm-hmm. When you live a life where it's like, I have no hidden... Dude, there's nothing hidden that shall not be revealed. I, guys, we're pretty vocal about what yeah. we've done and done what we do wrong and things I was involved in and cults. and I was in all that stuff, dude. I'll be, I'll be blunt about it. Mm-hmm. I'll be blunt about what was said in it, right? I have nothing to hide. So that way when they bring it up, it's like, oh my gosh, I got it. No, I already said, I denounced it. Yeah. You know, I'm done. Like, I'm not even on that same wavelength anymore. Here's where I talked about all of it. That's exactly right. We have podcast <laughs> after podcast talking about these things. So when you walk a life worthy of the Lord, we're going to wrap it up. Yeah. When, we, 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 when you walk a, a life worthy of the Lord, honor's not even in it anymore because it's God's honor. He's the one. Listen. He's the one that defends you. If you can't see that, then you don't have a relationship with him. A real relationship, I'm saying. He defends. He does. He's good at it, too. Yeah. He provides, and he's good at it, too. He's the one that justifies, because he's good at it, too. He's the one that redeems, and he's good at it, too. You don't have to finagle. Even Paul said, I don't come to you with words of men's wisdom. But in the power and demonstration of God, I don't have anything outside of myself. right? N- nor does Mike, nor do any one of us. That's why we're talking about these things. And guys, I'm telling you, when you guys go online, if you guys share the video, all these things, it helps the message get out there. But watch, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to start to show you a plan of attack. Yeah. There has to be a movement now. And you know what we're calling? We're calling it Liberated Now. Liberty Now. That's what we're calling this movement. We're going to watch people get into office because we're sick and tired of seeing this just as much as you are. And I'm tired of saying, well, no, we just got to keep preaching. No, we got to keep praying. Dude, I'm with you. And I don't know everything. Here's what I do know the Constitution. But when it comes to elections and stuff, I just stayed out of it because it's like, I'm never going to run for office. <laughs> Forget that. Now we got to run for office. No. Now we have to get involved. Now we have to be those voices of reason in, in, in politics and government now. Guys, if you want to see this podcast continue again, I put a link down below. I don't even know if it's there anymore because we lost everything here. Uh, it's theselfevidenttruth.com. Become a torchbearer. Support us. Get on board. Because we're, we're doing things that honestly aren't being talked about. We're not Ben Shapiro. 
We're not just talking about what's wrong in government. We're not just, I'm sorry, no, no, no. They don't even talk about that. They talk about stuff that doesn't matter. Tribalism. Do Do you think I care about Nancy Pelosi getting a haircut? I don't. You know what I love is that she did go get a haircut without a mask because she's just proven that it can be done. <laughs> I love that she did it. Promote it. Hey, she did it. We can too. Let's move on this thing. Uh-huh. I didn't care about her. Be- we all know she's a hypocrite. We know that. Most politicians are. You know what I mean? So it doesn't matter to me. We don't talk about that kind of stuff. We talk about liberty and where we need to be. So go on theselfevidenttruth.com. Again, share this video. It gets us out there. God bless you guys. We love you. We will see you this Thursday at 10 o'clock doing our late night lives. And you guys are going to see more stuff come out uh, later on here this month. So it's pretty exciting. Again, God bless you guys. We love you. We'll see you soon. Love you guys.